Welcome to The Road to Rural Prosperity, featuring stories about rural Oklahoma and rural America. Guiding us on the journey today is our host, Ron Hayes. Well, thank you, Billy, and welcome to another edition of The Road to Rural Prosperity. I am Ron Hayes, and today our journey has taken us to the State Fair Park in Oklahoma City. Thousands of young people and their families are involved in what is known as the world's largest junior livestock show. This year, as always, the breeding animals are leading off the show. Market animals will follow next week. But the breeding animals are being led off by the commercial crossbred gilts, the female pigs, and then, of course, the commercial heifers. All will be shown starting on Thursday. But ahead of the livestock competition is a brand new contest, the Ag Mechanics and Engineering Contest being put on by the Oklahoma Youth Expo. It's a brand new contest, but it's not a new concept. There's been these type of contests for several years going on at major shows around the country. The three big shows down in Texas at Fort Worth, at San Antonio, and at Houston have massive ag mechanics contests. They involve thousands of young people from their state, and it involves hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of uh, contest prizes and scholarships that are handed out to, to the young people that are involved. This new contest being started fresh by OYE and the first superintendent of the contest ever for OYE, Jerry Renshaw from Southwestern Oklahoma. Jerry will be joining us to talk about it, and then we've got some young people involved in the contest that you'll hear from as well. Today's podcast being brought to you by the Petroleum Alliance of Oklahoma, the oldest and largest oil and natural gas trade association in our state, created by the merger of the Oklahoma Independent Petroleum Association and the Oklahoma Oil and Gas Association. The Petroleum Alliance of Oklahoma, proud to be a part of our Road to Rural Prosperity family of sponsors. And we're back with Jerry Renshaw, the superintendent of this year's Oklahoma Youth Expo Ag Mechanics Contest, in just a few moments. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. PSO provides electricity service to more than half a million customers across Oklahoma. Increasing reliance on natural gas and renewable energy is our future. Cleaner, more affordable energy to power our lives. A strong Oklahoma economy boosted by new jobs, increased revenues for rural communities and schools. Together, our energy is boundless. At the 2020 Oklahoma Youth Expo, we are on the road to rural prosperity. I'm Ron Hayes, and glad to have along with us today Jerry Renshaw. Jerry, tell me a little bit about yourself. Tell you, you've, you've been uh, in the ag education business for a lot of years before your retirement. That's correct. Uh, I was an ag teacher at Elgin Public Schools from 1982 through 2010, and then I retired. We went into the family business uh, called Built Better Enterprises, and we manufacture truck beds and trailers of all kinds. But uh, my, my uh, inspiration to, to agriculture was my teacher and, and what he taught me, and I tried to pass that along as a teacher at Elgin Schools for 28 years. We're sitting here in the middle of uh, a brand new contest. I, I don't know. We, I guess we added goats a few years ago. Maybe that was, this is maybe one of the first real significant contests that we've added at Oklahoma Youth Expo for the last several years. And, uh, and you're helping uh, ramrod it. 
Well, that's correct. Uh, we are adding this year for the 2020 OYE, the Oklahoma Youth Expo Agriculture Mechanics Project Show, which is where the students in their home chapters or 4-H clubs have built projects over the year uh, to compete at this inaugural event. And uh, the projects range from trailers to livestock equipment, to outdoor recreation, to, to wildlife, and to, to decorative projects, all built by these students or group of students uh, together in a, in a team effort to, to compete at this first-time show. Why, why, why this show? Why, 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 what's the interest in, in including this in uh, what's traditionally a livestock show? Well, for Oklahoma, that's correct, Ron. Uh, Oklahoma is a strong livestock-based show. You know, the Oklahoma Youth Expo is the largest junior show in the world, and and this is a, going to be a great complement, this Ag Mechanics Project show, for these kids to show their abilities and skills in welding and manufacturing and building projects. Uh, and the necessity of this probably comes from, for example, in the next four years, the United States is going to need over 400,000 welders, let alone the different kind of technicians for the agricultural industry. Right. So you've had a chance to actually, uh, you know, grow up in, in this end of, of, of ag education. You've got your own business that is just a perfect example of what ag mechanics is all about. Uh, you, you indicated that uh, you, you saw a real opportunity here. That's correct, and it's a great opportunity to get these kids out and exposed in one more avenue uh, that's probably happening in their school chapters and programs to help show that student he can show himself with a lifelong skill. Tell, tell me, I know that you had the chance uh, once this was announced that we were going to have this contest. There's been a lot of interest since that announcement was made. You had the chance to actually go to Texas and see uh, two of the better ag mechanic shows in the entire country. That's correct. Uh, when the OYE asked me to come on board and, and you know, uh, at that moment we were undereducated. We were wanting to prepare ourselves to the best of our ability. Uh, and I talked to my professor friends there in, in Texas, Dr. Ted Ford, which is at Tar State, uh, who runs the uh, Fort Worth show. I was fortunate enough to be there to help set it up and watch that process, the mechanics behind it, and be a judge. And, and, and you talk about total amazement when, when there's over uh, 600 and some projects pre-entered, 401 show up, 1,000 kids, 40% are girls, 5 to 8% are 8th graders to 4th graders. I was at total awe. And it was the same way at San Antonio just two weeks ago. There's 650 projects, 1,400 kids. And, uh, you know, when they give away $250,000 plus at Fort Worth in scholarships and prizes and shop equipment and over half a million at San Antonio, uh, our nation's in good hands with these kind of kids. And uh, we've got uh, not that level of support, but we've got a very commiserate uh, part of, uh, of, of support already from, from Oklahoma uh, uh, sponsors for these, uh, for these kids for this first show. Oh, yeah. We, we've started off very well, uh, you know, to begin this show with in, in prizes and scholarships. We're going to have our own Oklahoma twist to this show by having an uh, auction for the top 30 projects uh, being hosted by Big Iron Online Auction. We think that'll be a positive note to help inspire these kids to know that, hey, we can sell our projects at a premium and uh, through this online auction with Big Iron. And uh, we just, uh, we're excited about that. And, uh, you know, even though this is our beginning and do- visiting with Dr. Lon Shell from, from uh, uh, Texas down at the San Antonio show, they started 20 years ago with 60 projects. So we're in the same boat as that 
kind of lineage and history that, uh, you know, 20 years from now, we hope to be in the, in the Pavilion Building or in the Bennett Center. And uh, with, with hundreds of kids involved. Uh, yeah, thousands of kids. Like I said, they had 1,400-plus kids at San Antonio, and uh, they say there'll be 1,000 projects next week at Houston and, uh, you know, uh, almost a million dollars in prizes and scholarships. When you think about uh, what these young people are are learning as far as the skills they're learning, how that translates uh, into uh, into a lifetime occupation, what what what, are the, what what what's the Ag Mechanics program really do for a for a young person in Ag Ed? Well, if the first thing is we're teaching a hands-on skill, and you know, in the end, our uh, professional education requirements, you know, it's about twenty percent that require a college degree. And probably 78% require technical education. And, and what better way to get this technical education than right here in our ag mechanics programs and, and that we have in school for welding to wiring, electricity to structures to mechanics and the introduction opportunities to direct our students through uh, the professional businesses out there, through our counselors to expose them to a life earning income opportunity. You've uh, got a set of judges, including a couple of folks, uh, friends of yours from Texas, that have come up to help us with this first cl- uh, first contest. What what, the, what are the judges looking for as they talk to these young people? As they go through the projects, of course, they're looking at project soundness and quality and workmanship. They're looking at completion. They're looking at uh, proper building uh, components of how to assemble and build and weld, how to finish a project from welding, uh, wiring, painting, uh, to to doing their safety trim work and things like that, and that it's a safe product to be used and go down the road or be used in the field or to be used with their livestock. And uh, that, that's what a lot of these projects are, but there's also some really, some, some really cool decorative items, uh, uh, dining tables and the like as well. That's correct. And all those kind of projects, like in your decorative project or your outdoor recreation, you know, there's a combination of steel and wood. Uh, there's a combination of, of powder coating and, and dress to it uh, that uh, helps give these students an incentive to, to personalize their project to uh, make it, uh, you know, get that wow factor, uh, whether it's for grandma or grandpa, they wanted this or that, uh, to help really shine above what a standard product might be. You uh, obviously are looking at these 60 uh, uh, entries this year that are actually at the OYE. As you mentioned, that's, that's kind of going to be the genesis of, uh, of this program as it grows. That's correct. And, and uh, we're already anticipating, you know, uh, just because of the history in Texas, we know that next year will be double or more. And uh, we're trying to particip- you know, participate in ways to figure out how to, uh, to allow this growth to happen and not hinder growth and, and uh, take these projects on and the exhibitors next year to, to have a, a growing experience. Jerry, I appreciate your time today. We're on the road to rural prosperity at the Oklahoma Youth Expo, and uh, I think we're going to have a chance to maybe visit with a couple of the uh, couple of the exhibitors here at the Ag Mechanics Contest in just a few moments right here on the road. The Petroleum Alliance represents every segment of the oil and natural gas industry, speaking with one voice when advocating for the interest of its members, landowner partners, and employees. Our mission is to enhance Oklahoma's economy and every segment of the energy industry. 
the Oklahoma Rural Water Association. They've been representing water and wastewater systems across Oklahoma since 1970. The Oklahoma Rural Water Association was formed to enhance the quality of life in rural Oklahoma through the development and delivery of services and programs for the benefit of ORWA members and the rural people they serve. We're on the road to rural prosperity at the 2020 Oklahoma Youth Expo. I'm Ron Hayes. We've got uh, three of the participants, three of the exhibitors at this year's first ever Ag Mechanics Contest at OYE. We're glad to have them along with us today. And uh, guys, go ahead and just give me your name and, and, your, and your chapter real quick. My name is Tracy Kreiner, and I'm from the Porter FFA. Alrighty. Cody Munoz, Elgin FFA. My name is Wyatt Kappas, and I'm from Union City FFA. Alrighty, we've got uh, three great chapters represented today. Let's let's start first of all. Find out a little bit about each of the projects that you guys did. And, and I know that you've you've got some teammates in some cases with you. Maybe you worked on it yourself. Tell me a little bit about about the project and the folks that were involved with it. Um, today we brought a twenty plus five gooseneck tandem dual trailer. It was a uh, it was a, it was a tough build. It, we built it from the ground up, all the way from the neck, all the way to the ramps. Um, we kind of set the bar for maybe a future a future plan to come up here and exhibit in this contest. Now tell tell me about uh, who who all was involved with the project. Uh, we had a we had a big team. We probably had 15, 20 people that is in the two classes that worked on this project. Um, for the most part, there was a select few that w- did certain parts, but it was a very it was very well organized across the entire chapter. Now, now this this you're talking about a lot of hours of work. Um, we've got 96 logged class hours in this project. We did do some after-school work, and in our off hours, we did some work in there as well. So, what? Uh, what? What? What's your? In other words, uh, obviously, you hope maybe this will be one of the items that'll be auctioned off online by by Big Iron. But you know, tell tell me a little bit about what this type of a uh, type of a project could be used for. Um, this project, it's got fold-down ramps that enables you to. Um, load heavy equipment we could load up to a d4 dozer or a john deere 550 it's great for hauling uh, tractors we put a fold up flip in the middle for easy of loading of round barrels square bales um, excessively long steel etc so bottom line this is uh, this is, can handle some really some heavy equipment then uh, yes, sir. It has a uh, 20,000 pound gross carrying capacity, which for what we do, that is a that's a pretty large number. And so this this is a project that uh, you know what, what what got you interested in in trying to you know tackle this particular project? Uh, you know, it was a massive project. Sounds like. Well, when we left the Tulsa Fair and we were looking through some of their ag mechanics projects, we get, we got on the road and me and my dad, he's the ag teacher. We started talking and figuring out what we wanted to do because they had just introduced the OYE Ag Mechanics Contest. And uh, we sat down and we started drawing, kind of scheming up, and we went to some trailer lots and kind of got a, got a base on what we wanted to build. And when we figured it out, we just we drew it out on a piece of paper and we just started building, and it's, it's turned out extremely well. Congratulations for being here. Cody, let, let's turn to you and tell me a little bit about your project that you've got from, from Elgin. So we came up here to OYE with a double barrel, smoker, charcoal grill, with a accented cooking top on the back. What do you mean double barrel? So we have two sides. Each side of the trailer you can use as a smoker and a charcoal grill. And what? This is a big grill. Yes, sir. We 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 had a local trailer in the area. Uh, Doctor Doctor Horton of Lawton. He had a trailer that we took a lot the ideas from. We got our base template from. 
once we learned about Hawaii, having that ag mechanic show, we uh, we basically thought it's the inaugural year. We wanted to build Elgin's. Uh, we want Elgin to be one of the top name teams in the state of Oklahoma. Again, and, uh, you, you've got like I say, you've got a big grill. I guess what, what's what's the carrying capacity? How, how, how many pounds of meat could you could could you grill at once? Sadly, we couldn't figure out how much how much meat we could figure out. <laughs> we once we got the paint done, uh, we didn't really have time to cook on it or nothing. So that's the only bad thing that that came out of that trailer was we couldn't cook on it in the end. Okay, to, to be determined on how many how many hamburgers might might end up on it. Well, you've got what three separate uh, grills uh, on each side? Yes, sir. We got three separate grills. It's all connected, and on the very back there's a cooking top. While your while your wood's burning, there's some vents on the back, and you can cook basic uh, beans, warm meat, anything you want on the back of that grill. Very versatile, and uh, I guess the hope is is that uh, whoever maybe buys it from the online auction, if you're if you're included in that, that they'll they'll be able to give you a report back of uh, how how much how many people they can feed uh, in one night, right? Yes, sir. We want to know what how many people they fed and what kind of meat they put on, how much meat they put on it. Maybe you can even uh, maybe maybe make a deal with them to uh, cook for the uh, cook for the chapter to try it out. Oh yeah, we definitely <laughs> want to sample. Alrighty. White, let, let's turn to you right now. Tell me a little bit about your, your Union City. Tell me about your project. Yes, sir. Uh, I built a welding bed for my pickup, and it took me a while, about 200 hours to build. It's got four LED lights. It's got four chain boxes with a cross box in the front. It's got two welding boxes on the top. Everything was hand-broken, hand-cut. Um, I got a Hoosier pole that goes swings all the way around the truck, basically, and I can carry two bottles, two oxygen, two acetylene four jack stands um i got three sixteenths plate on the back and eighth inch on the front so you could set up shop anywhere and and weld right yes sir yes sir i can go anywhere wherever i want to all the way across the state canada nebraska i don't care anywhere (laughs) you know how how would you foresee this this unit in other words what sort of jobs would this uh would this particular unit allow you to do um jobs that i could do with that truck is i mean it's unreal you could do anything you want to do you could go park it at a shop and work out of a shop or like i said you could go chase pipeline or natural gas or you could do anything you wanted to with it really it's set up for just about all of it you could do farm work with it that's what i've done with it i haven't done much pipeline with it but i said i mean i've run a little bit not a whole lot but a little bit but it's set up for just about any type of work you can do off of it now, have you, uh, you, you've got uh, a lot of skills. You, you've, you've developed your skills regarding welding, right? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. My dad started me welding at a young age at about eight years old. And went on my first welding job with my dad when I was about 10. And it just took off from there. And I just couldn't ever get enough of it. So what, what, uh, what, what you know, gets you excited about a good welding job? A uh, good welding job, it's the time and the money. The money's the main thing. You know, ever since I was a kid and I started welding with dad, it was... I seen dad cashing checks, 30 bucks an hour, and I was like, man, I'm gonna, I want to be that someday, you know. And here I am, 18, making 30 bucks an hour, running my own truck. So. And uh, what, what, what's your plan down the road? You want to continue uh, that, that type of a job, or you got other, other plans as well? Uh, well, I've got a couple job offers I'm thinking about taking. You know, I'd like to, I'm definitely going to stick with welding, whether I go find a shop and weld TIG, or I go chase pipeline, or, you know, I. It's kind of up in the air right now. There's so many different variables you can go, but I'd like to stick with it. Why, why, why did you uh, want to enter this particular project here at uh, the OIE? 
Uh, I wanted to enter this just because, I mean, there's it's such a popular thing right now. There's a lot of kids that are wanting to get into it and they're wanting to do it. And I figure, you know, if there's anything I can shed to help anybody else out, you know, I figure that's one of the ways I can do it by getting out here and letting other people see it and answer questions and ask questions, you know, from other people who build flatbeds and possibly make a better one next time. T- tell me, tell me, you know, as far as this contest is concerned, what do you, what do you think the potential is? This is the very first contest, the first time uh, Youth Expos had this contest. Where, where, where do you think it needs to go? I think that this contest, I think that with it being the inaugural year, we have great prizes, and with good prizes, you're going to have good participants in the future. I think we've set the bar pretty high as a first year, um, as a first year contest, and I think it's going to grow astronomically in the next five years. Cody, we, I don't think I got the, as far as who all was involved with, uh, with, with your project. How, how many team members did you all have? Well, counting me, there's four team members total. We, uh, we spent countless hours. I think we spent 148 hours total, a lot of after-school hours and late nights, working on this trailer, getting it finished. We started in, uh, we started in the end of December, middle of December, somewhere around there. But we came with the idea around end of November, and that's where our planning stage was. And then the, it just went off from there. Worked every night and just about every night and every weekend since then. What, what do you think you learned? Uh, I definitely learned that building trailers is a lot more, it's a lot it's a lot harder than I thought it was, definitely. Or getting the materials together and figuring out and planning and knowing what we need is definitely the hardest part. But through uh, through hard times, we we learned a lot, and now that we built this trailer, we'll know what we will need in the upcoming years uh, of OYE. I know that uh, as I kind of checked it out there yesterday after it'd been brought in, uh, lifting those uh, lifting those grill covers, uh, you can build, that's a pretty good workout all by itself. Those things are heavy. Yes, sir. That's why we, <laughs> we added the weights. Uh, th- that that was probably one of the harder parts was the weights and adding them lined up and making them all straight. But uh, adding those weights on the end definitely makes them a whole lot easier to open and close, and it keeps them open and keeps them closed as you're going down the road. Gentlemen, congratulations on your great projects. We've been talking with Tracy Kreiner from the Porter FFA chapter. Tracy and his team put together a large gooseneck trailer. Very impressive. Uh, Cody Munoz uh, from Elgin FFA. A huge grill. How many hamburgers it'll grill? Who knows? But it is a huge one. And then finally, Wyatt Capus uh, from Union City FFA. Uh, Wyatt uh, putting together a welding trailer truck and it is a marvel to behold as well all these folks a part of the inaugural ag mechanics show at this year's oklahoma youth expo on the road to rural prosperity i'm ron hayes we'll see you soon thanks for joining us for today's road to rural prosperity podcast you can join the conversation about how rural oklahoma can prosper by looking for us on facebook And you can find our growing number of conversations on our website, RuralProsperityOK.com. The Road to Rural Prosperity podcast series is a production of the Radio Oklahoma Ag Network and OklahomaFarmReport.com. Proud to be a part of the family of the Funk Companies.